It's not too loud. You're always too loud, Frank. Oh, no, okay. I just want to make sure that when I, because I just remembered that some people find my clapping too loud. I mean, I sing opera, so I. Okay, so it's all right. A, you know, a threshold. That reminds me of loud a question. Sounds. Yeah. It's the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And uh, we're online at frankandfriendsshow.com. Uh, you can find us, of course, on audio podcast apps and on YouTube. Please do subscribe. Smash that button. That's right. So I had a question about opera. I'm sorry. Hang on a second. In one of the operas, I guess it was Tosca, because that's the one I most saw recently. Okay. You're singing like at full, you're hugging some dude, mm-hmm. and you're both singing at full volume right next to each other's ears. Yeah. That must hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's, it is loud. It is loud. So was I singing with Brandon, or was I singing with Jacob? Do you remember? Well, uh, in both instances, I'm thinking more the Brandon, because it was in the church setting. He's okay. your lover yeah. in the story. And we're like embraced, and we're singing yeah. really, really loud. And, and, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, are you trying to turn and sing past his ear, or are you just trying to deafen him? You know, he's deafened me enough times that I feel like it's fair now okay. for me to deafen him. Do you have times. a certain, so as in a seasoned soprano, do you have like a certain side that you'll put the, the dude's head on so you always get the same ear, or do you try to... Honestly, my right ear, I don't hear out of as well. Because that's where all the guys hug you and scream. That, and that side typically does seem to be the side where they embrace me, but also when you're singing in front of a piano, the piano is on that side. Is that why you're sitting, you put me on that side also? Right, so okay. I can't hear you as well. All yeah. right, well then I don't feel so bad that's about right. uh, clapping us in at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. It's not as loud on this side. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, naturally. So it all works out in the end. Uh, well, speaking of uh, podcasts... Um, I have heard from a few people who started uh, picking us up on the different podcasting apps. I still have a little bit of work to do there. But I remember in the last episode, I in episode three, I told you that I had done a recorded a guest appearance on the House of Sport podcast. And it now is out. It did ha- oh, was fantastic. not out um, until it came out. When did it come out? October 12th. Okay, great. So great. I hope you've heard it by then because I've promoted it the last time. But I listened to it. How was it? Well, I mentioned you, so I felt so I'm off the. Oh well, so it was fabulous. I'm covered. (laughs) (laughs) It was fabulous then. Yes, Um, my friend Casey Beeman does an excellent job in this particular episode. It's a fall break episode, so he asks me a lot about Seymour Smokies, and then he has on um, some lady who works for, I guess, this outdoory place that's down by Volunteer Landing, and they have outdoor adventures for all within an hour's drive of Knoxville. Nice. So everything from House Mountain. They don't really do too much about the Smokies because that's well covered. Do you like House Mountain? Have you been there? I have not. Okay. I, I know it's great. I mean, my daughter and son-in-law got engaged on top of House Mountain. I'm thinking, well, that's great. They're young and athletic. I guess. But, you know, I kept hearing all these stories. I have to interrupt you now to tell you about the House oh, no. Mountain. because. Please. Everyone kept telling me, House Mountain, House Mountain, you have to go to House Mountain. It's the highest point in Knox County. It's the highest point in Knox County. It's got this great view. It's so fantastic. It's so fantastic. So finally, one day. Did you do the one mile up and one mile down, or did you do the six mile long version? I did the version that was called Moderate. I think that's one mile up and one mile down, I think. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it seemed long (laughs) and windy. And, I mean, James well, maybe, and I decided to go. I mean, maybe, maybe we accidentally maybe, did the long one. Yeah, because maybe the, that, the first one might be easy, and then you might have done moderate, which maybe, is hard, more difficult. Maybe. I'm not sure. It was. We were told that it was going to be fantastic. We were told it was going to be simple and easy. Anyone can do it. No problem. And, no. 
<laughs> First of all, I think it had rained recently. It was a beautiful day. It was in the fall. It was gorgeous. But it had rained recently. It was muddy. You know, you had to, there were parts where you had to actually like climb up yes, the cliff. Yes, you know? outcroppings. Yeah, then I yes. think you must have done the next one, the more advanced than beginner. I think moderate is what you said. I'm, I must have because oh, we got to the top and there's, you know, this rock and you have to wait your turn. There are people who are getting up yeah. on this small rock. It's about the size of this table. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little bigger. And there's a lot of trees and a small little window view of, of Knoxville. Well, aren't you supposed to look the other way at, at, at the great beyond, at, at the Smoky Mountains or whatever else? Why would you look at Knoxville? You can't. That's what you see when you get up there. You I see mean, downtown Knoxville. Well, not downtown, but you, yeah. just. Well, we can go to Sharps Ridge. You don't even have to get out of the car. <laughs> there's a video of me it's Which, actually really funny there's a video of me saying are you serious like this is oh. the most amazing view of all Knoxville <laughs> not uh, worth it not worth it okay. well <laughs> for, for the exercise worth it not for the view is what you're saying I mean if you're, me, a, if you're a rugged outdoorsman and you want to go yeah and you love to hike and yeah then it's right. fabulous yeah. well apparently there's a simpler version than the one she did as I learned on this this House of Sport podcast which is good. I'd recommend it. Um, I, Casey is a former radio buddy of mine. And um, also I was his uh, RCIA sponsor when he married a Catholic girl and needed someone to sponsor him into the, the church. So in fact, I'm, I guess I'm his godfather, technically. Oh. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So do you give him gifts? And what, what, it, what's included in being a godfather? I don't well, know. Well, I, uh, when I appear at, at, for no charge on the podcast, anytime he needs me... Um, <laughs> Superhero Godfather. I just pop right in, and uh, I I don't know. I mean, no, I don't give him gifts. Am I spoken now? I don't know. I mean, aren't there responsibilities with being a Godfather? Well, I mean, if it was besides a, showing up on the podcast, yeah. If his if his parents die and they need someone to raise him in the faith, I mean, he's a grown man at this point. You know, I mean, is he being raised in the faith? Are you making sure that's happening? <laughs> Are you upholding your deal here? I was kind of kind of counting on his wife to make sure uh, that okay. I see that right. works out. But I'm, I'm right. under the impression that he's fine. <laughs> okay, it all's good. Just checking. <laughs> well, it's funny that um, I just realized there's a connection between me sponsoring Casey through the RCIA program and someone I just recently met. Okay, my new friend. Your new friend. My tell, new friend. tell me about and your I'm new little, friend. I'm a little anxious. I don't want to, you know. Help me out with this. I'm worried that I'm, I come on too strong sometimes. Hmm. You know, like in most episodes of this show. So, <laughs> are you already assuming you're friends before you're actually friends? That's a very good point. I mean, I'm supposed to have uh, lunch with her um, in a couple of days. Okay. So, that might be it. So, it turns out that she's really technically sort of a co-worker at one of my many jobs. As you know, I have I usually keep five going, including this. This counts as one, so it's not you. It's one of the other four jobs. <laughs> I feel similarly to that. <laughs> I understand having multiple jobs. <laughs> so, um, and she's in education. She's a teacher, and um, is wanting to take her education program that she has. And I just met the woman. I mean, this is like the first few minutes of conversation. Okay, we determine that uh, she's a teacher, that she's now involved in a different aspect of education, and she's going to be taking this teaching program, and she'd love to. She says, what I really want to do is get into the prisons. 
So naturally, I said, commit a crime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's how you get into prison. That's right. Yeah. And then, to be right. helpful, I said, well, I know a guy. It's not exactly the same as an educational program. So I'm not sure. I don't even know the details. I don't know if it's focused on math or reading or uh, it could be anything, foreign language, who knows, whatever it is. She wants to teach in the, uh, prison. in the prisons. And uh, I'll find that out next, I guess, the next meeting because I don't really know her that well yet. And I said, well, I know a guy named Bob who has a prison ministry. Nice. So he goes and does religion. He preaches. Yeah. And I said, but he's Catholic. It's through All Saints. And that's how he does it. And she's like, oh, really? My fiancé and I are converting to Catholicism. Well, now I've started to go. Are you going to be another godfather to your new No, friend? I don't think so. I think, okay. they, I, think they, I think they're far enough along, I assume. I don't know. I mean, I, Maybe that's why you're going to lunch. If you want me, I, I'm, I told her I'm available. I'll do it. But, um, <laughs> but she and her fiancé have decided to convert to Catholicism. Uh, and... I guess they're going to get married first, and then whatever, because you got to take classes. Usually, right. the the big conversion or the big uh, uh, ceremony to bring in the new ones is on Easter Vigil, so oh, the night before Easter. Okay. Uh, parishes all over the world. That's when the people who've been studying for the past school year, in effect, are uh, ready to accept and go into the okay become Catholic. Either, but does that have to happen before they get married? No, not necessarily. Um, they may need to get remarried. As in, a Catholic, the Catholic church. As in the Catholic yeah. Church. Um, but, you know, like, for example, you don't have to get rebaptized. If you're already baptized a Christian and then you become Catholic, you don't get baptized again. Okay. Your original baptism in Lutheranism or Baptist or Anglican or Episcopalian, that's a Christian baptism, therefore it counts, and then we just use that and we move forward from that point. I see. And you get your communion <laughs> and your confirmation on Easter Vigil. Well, now, cool. for the people who've never been baptized... Like, I asked out, out um, in California, I sponsored a guy who had, was atheist. So he converted to Catholicism. And he got baptized, got his communion, got his confirmation, boom, 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 all on the same night. Are you his godfather also? Technically. Uh, have you checked in with him? I'm Facebook friends with him. He seems to be doing fine. Do you send him presents? I don't send him <laughs> presents. He's a grown man. I, on his birthday. Grown people love presents. I'll send him a text on his birthday saying, uh, oh, that's uh, nice. you know. Or on Easter Vigil, more likely. Well, that's nice. Like, hey, checking happy in. anniversary of Catholicism. Okay, well, that's How's good. things going? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm going to hold you accountable. <laughs> well, now I've met this young woman who, and her, she and her fiancé are going to convert. So I start talking. And I start, I'm, on, I'm like, oh, which church do you go to? Which parish do you go to? Oh, well, you know, this one leans a little bit this way, and that one leans a little bit that way, or this one's right down the middle. You asked me if you were too much... Yeah. At the beginning of this conversation. I'm already too much? Mm, it might be. Well. It might be a little bit. Would, would the texts that I've been sending your texts. Oh, of, on top of that? Yeah. How many texts have you sent? I'm not going to look. Let's see. Um, oh, oh, Frank. Oh, my. Okay. Um, one. This is the day. This is the day I met. That's one. Was that like that's ten the, minutes after the meeting? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said get, get her contact information. So that's what I have. And then, um, here we go, uh, watch, hey, you should watch Masses Online. That's a great idea. Here's a link to one I send. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good homily. Thank you. I thought, you're welcome. Oh, look, here's something else I could send you. Here's a podcast uh-huh. that uh-huh. made me think of you. Oh, uh, that, that, that's a narrative. That's like a whole story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, 
you know, church talk. Oh, I'm getting embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> It's okay. So the phrase that we came up with um, is, and the question for you is, am I, have I franked it to 11? Yes. <sighs> I mean. All right. So calm down. Well, maybe just take a breath. Okay. Yeah. So no. I will tell you that I thought of multiple other things to send um, in the past two days, but I held back. That's good. That's so good. Thought, well, so you cranked it back down to eight or seven? Right. Yeah. Uh, I figure when I talk to her at lunch, I'll say, oh, uh, did you like that podcast I sent? Because I've discovered kind of a raucous thing called the Catholic Talk Show, which um, is amusing to me. It's almost, it's funny, but it's three dudes, you know, three kind of bros, and a, well, two bros and a priest. Um, Not literal. Did they walk into a bar? or? Well, they, they, it's what it feels like. The episode I watched, they were, had all the altar wine, and they're taste-testing altar wines. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And, like, little shot glasses, like we I, had the... No, no, they had, they had like, regular... The communion glasses? Regular size glasses. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, I'm, I'm worried about it. No, you're fabulous. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. You got anything quick before we uh, run into our uh, sponsor message? Well, you know, I did get up before nine today. Well, I was really proud of myself. That you, that's, you got up before Diva O'Clock? Yeah, it's the first time. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying something new, you know. I thought, it's funny because I barely, I barely <laughs> got up before nine this morning. I was racing to get ready before you came over. I mean, in fairness, I stay up at least till, I work till 10 pretty much every night. Ooh. And, you know, don't go to bed till Now, I can, all right, now, but, yeah. playing debate club, I can argue either side of that. So let me argue the pro side of it for okay. a moment. Because it doesn't really, I don't really have a strong opinion either way. Right. But arguing the pro side of it, I would say that as a performer, it makes sense to stay on a relatively late body clock to be a night owl rather than a lark because... Rehearsals when, are late. Rehearsals are... Gen that's why you have rehearsals at night, right? Yeah, we you could have rehearsals. You could have rehearsals at nine in the morning if you wanted to, but... It doesn't no. make sense because you want everybody to be on the same circadian rhythm or whatever it's called when the show happens, right. which is going to be at night. Art does not happen before noon. <laughs> Who's art? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh, that kind of art. Yeah, it doesn't happen before noon. No. So it's a night owl thing. Yeah. But you also are the executive artistic director. You've got to run the thing. And you've got a lot of work to do, so you, there's reason why you might need to get up at nine o'clock in the morning on a day. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to swim a little bit. Oh, so I've been swimming, so I got up. I got up early enough so that I could go swimming this morning. Oh, where do you, you go to a, a health club? I do because yeah. you know, I mean, I would love to go yeah. swimming, but I've, I've but you've shrouded. already shut down the pool, so I can't come over here first and swim. You know? I did tell you you could, <laughs> but I mean. I probably was franking it to 11 that day when I said, <laughs> I meant it genuinely. I said, your no, husband no. wanted to come over like, while I was out of town. I said, your yeah. husband could come over and use the pool if you don't mind cleaning the dead things out of the baskets while you're here. Yeah. You yeah, didn't well, come. We didn't you? come, but we should yeah. have. Yeah. We should have. All right. Well, yeah. next year. Next year. I know that I mean it, you know, genuinely. I'm not trying to, I don't, it's nothing. I know you do. It's yeah. just I have a pool. I, I work hard to keep it clean. <laughs> 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 you know who else works hard to keep things clean? Who? My friend Maureen at the Middleburg Barn. And who's Maureen? Well, Maureen is an old friend of mine from a lot. In fact, I got a text from her this morning. Oh, nice. She had gotten in the car and turned on the radio and was uh, shocked 
that uh, Don Geronimo was on the air in Washington, D.C., and she wondered if I knew about it. Of course, naturally, I did, but um, she didn't know. That's how she found out. She thought, is he syndicated? What are they doing? And then she realized by listening that he's actually moved back to Northern Virginia. Nice. And is doing the show live. And that's how Maureen and I know each other, is um, I hired her to be my assistant on the Donna Mike show a long time ago, back in wow. the 80s. And now, um, and she was, you know, what was she... Might have still been in college at the time, or, or barely, and has then went on to work at NPR, and now has gotten into real estate. And she bought this beautiful horse farm. Well, it wasn't beautiful when she bought it; they fixed it up. Oh wow! And they have um, horse shows. And then a couple of years ago, they built a brand new barn using the old style um, tongue and groove, or there's a, there's actually a name for it. I, I might have it on here. Well, it's beautiful. I mean, I've seen pictures. So the renovation yeah. they did is is fantastic. They, no nails. They built the barn without nails. They use this tenon and mortar, whatever it is that holds oh, the wood holds together. Right. The old the old way. Yeah. And but also it's all up to date with the um, HVAC system that's got the ultraviolet lights in it to purify the air. Nice. Uh, it's got the Swarovski crystal chandeliers. Nice. It's got um, she calls it rustic luxury. That's. Exactly what it looks like. Yeah, so they've done any number of performances up there of all sorts of things. You know, they've done music shows, they've done weddings, they've done corporate events, they've done all the stuff. It looks like a great place for Girl in the Golden West. It, well, they have actual horses. I mean, we could. you want to do it? I yeah. Mean, seriously, we could just... I, Maureen, I need the barn <laughs> for this opera that she's going to do. It's a very lovely opera. You'll enjoy it a lot. Um, it's a saloon one, right? Yeah. So we could put, yeah, we need some saloon stuff and we need some horsey stuff. Um, and she's got two barns. She's got one that's the, the horse rink where you go and you watch oh, wow. the horses do their jumping. That's fun. I mean, there's, seriously, there's like Olympic retired, with well, one guy, he's, he's like, would be a hundred years old if he was still alive. But this one friend of Maureen's was an, a, a former Olympic horse jumper who lived in that neighborhood. This is the name the, where John F. Kennedy and Jacqueline Kennedy used to go on weekends. Oh, wow. Because there's a Catholic church out there. I think it was St. Stephen the Martyr, right? Um, and they've got this plaque on the pew that on the Sunday before he died, JFK sat here. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. You said it's very close to Dulles Airport, right? Yeah, 25 it's 25 miles? Minute, 25 minutes from Dulles Airport and 40 miles due west of Washington, D.C. So if you get on Route 50 in Washington or anywhere, and just go, you know, straight due west, you'll get to this quaint, beautiful town of Middleburg, and there it is. Fox Chase Farm is the whole place, and the Middleburg Barn is the event center on the property of Fox Chase Farm. It definitely sounds like a place to check out. She's got a guest house. If you rent it for a wedding, she doesn't double book it, so you get it the whole day. And you can also, if you wanted, you could rent the guest house like as a B&B or use it as the bride's room or whatever you wanted to. But, you know, there's nobody coming in after you. You get it from like noon to midnight. It's all yours. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole cast could stay there. Um, I don't know how house the big how house the biggest. I don't know how big the house is. <laughs> I'll just get some air mattresses. It'll be all right. <laughs> well, I mean, you can put some of the cat depending on you know whether they, they irritate you or not. You can put some of them in the barn. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of men in the cast. Well, they can all sleep in the barn. As you can see across the bottom, themiddlebergbarn.com. Call five four zero six eight seven fifty two fifty five and tell Marine, tell my friend Marine that I sent you to to Cal. <laughs> She's Irish, I should mention. Okay. Yeah, but Tell she's actually hello. she's American, but her 
immediate family is from Ireland, like her mom. So when she goes over to Ireland a lot, and then she'll call me up with that thick accent when she's fresh back from Ireland. I'm like, she ah, picks ah. it up when she's there. Yeah. Oh, and she well, she and I can turn it on and turn it off, and we start flinging all the ex- the Irish expletives at each other. Uh oh. You know, like I'll write one down for you because I don't want to say it on the show. But um, you know, we'll start talking about the uh, <laughs> Egypt. Egypt, like an idiot. Instead of saying idiot, you say Egypt. Okay. But you put that word uh-huh. in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a little. I can't salty. even ima- imagine you saying that. I get a little salty when I'm talking to Marie. <laughs> well, that sounds very entertaining. I think I would enjoy that. Well, we worked on a show, which a shock jock morning show, and when the mics were off, um, it was you know sailor bleep bleep yeah sailor talk all the time, um, and that's you know that's something about radio. Is it like this on opera? Because it's something about radio, you know, when the mics are off, you just want to say all the nasty words that you can't say on air. It really depends on on who you're talking to. Actually, one of the funniest things, um, when I was going to school in undergrad, the... One of the grad students was singing the role of Madame Butterfly. Okay. And... Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. But she's singing all these, warming up beautifully with all these beautiful sounds, streaming from the, the dressing room. And then she would open the door and burp and say an expli- explicative and then close the door and go back to the singing, you know, like all beautifully. And it was one of the funniest things. She did open the door so everyone would hear her burp. would hear her burp and then, you know, curse on top of that. It was, it was fantastic. It was one of my favorite things. I'm guessing that her burp and her uh, cursing were somehow melodic. Yeah. Somehow in know. tune with everything else. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't really hear you curse a lot. No, I'm very respectful. I know your parents watch the show, Catherine, but let's have a little bit of honesty, a modicum of honesty. You can ask Mr. and Mrs. Frady to fast forward for 10 seconds, you know, double tap on the right side of the YouTube so you don't hear what she's about to say. Tell me the truth. Oh, it really depends on who I'm talking to. All right, like who? Yeah. Well, you know, there, for instance, in Royal Flush, well, one of the, one of the characters... You you saw I it. I saw the show. Full One of the characters, yeah. yeah, cursed the entire time. That was her. Time. That in fact, it says it in the in the program. That's her character trait. Yes. Was yeah that she was very vulgar. Yeah. Yeah. So both of those girls, um, that was like easy for them. And, and by both, you mean the two the ro- two girls because it was double cast. The two women <laughs> played that same role, and they had to rotate each night. Yeah. Sing all the f words that you wanted. So the three of us, yeah, together. Oh, outside was, of the show, yeah. That was uh, and it's funny because I would be talking to one singer, you know, and everything's polite and you know very proper, and then like one of those two would come over, and all of a sudden it's just like you just relax <laughs> into this whole other kind of personality, you know. Because yeah. there was a time when you caught me saying something, um, I, and you were surprised yeah. as I was muttering it under my breath about something getting ready. I wasn't something about something. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Oh, uh, <laughs> so sorry. My ears. <laughs> well, you can't hear out of this side. I thought I was covered. I thought I was okay. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the other thing we have, we do have some show and tell today. Oh, also. do you want me to show these? Yeah. So, well, we can show oh, a couple of things. Right. First of all, you you had uh, some lovely uh, Franken Friends masks made. Yeah. Up. Aren't these great? This is, I haven't even gotten this far on on my own merch store. You know, I was going to set one up, but you have one for Marble City Opera, so you ran off one yeah. with the the artistic background and one with the pure logo, plain logo. Yeah. But the other thing I was going to ask about. 
Uh, so thank you for these. We can Absolutely. use these when we're when we're out and about. Yeah. Is when we're out and about, like we're going to um, record at Ober Gatlinburg and a couple other places. So you may have already seen the Ober Gatlinburg episode by now. But we've got these these mic packs that we have. And it's easy for me, if I'm wearing cargo shorts especially, just to slide it in the pocket. But when you've got on your one of your Vinnick outfits... Yeah, I mean, I don't always like to wear jeans. You know, sometimes I want to wear well, especially a dress. A lot or of times it was hot. It was we hot, recording. especially in the summer. So what do you want? I mean, without staring at you, what are you wearing now? Just well, on. right now I'm wearing jeans. But, oh, okay. But if you remember the trade show... Yes, well, was we did. The the, first that was a good, the Sevier County um, Hospitality and Tourism Alliance. Yeah, I was wearing a dress that day. And you suggested to me. Oh, I said, well, the, we should do what the TV weather ladies do, where they, um, they, have, they strap them onto their calves, they strap the mic packs onto their calf muscles, and they seem to like showing behind the scenes pictures on Instagram of them standing in front of the green wall with this hideous mic pack. Um, hanging below. I'm gonna have to check that out. Their knee, but I didn't notice you. What you did? Well, I found garters that are specifically this one. Oh, wait a second. This, this one's one, a little. This one. This one is <laughs> look like. At, look at all of this. This is like a whole corset. Um, yeah, this looks a little bit. This is not just for. This. This. This is um, a thigh garter. Actually, did you get this at sexy stuff. Where did no, you, where Amazon. Did you, Amazon where, has all, everything. Look at all of this lacing and and business. Well, it's for it's actually a gun holster. <laughs> Wait a minute! I know you're from Texas. No. <laughs> I was not expecting that. This is actually yeah. This is actually a gun holster. So this is yeah. this is a, a not only a garter, mm-hmm. but it's a gun holster. Yeah. Okay, so you put this around your th- where now where yeah, do you wear it? Yeah, this one's a bit big. So I was, you did not have this yeah, on. It's not visible. No, you wear it like up on your thigh, you know, so you could actually reach for your gun if you needed to. I well, mean. wait, if you're wearing a skirt, you have to pull up the whole, I guess it doesn't matter. You're reaching for a gun. No cares at that point what, they, what people see. <laughs> well, it's not that high. <laughs> where does the gun go? Like, yeah, right in here. It looks like it's got room for two guns. Yeah, you know, you never know how many you need, a girl may need. <laughs> So, so show me with your one, mic pack. You, okay. Did you wear this one? That's not the one I wore. So I okay. wore this one. But the mic pack would fit in where the gun goes, like this? Yes. Technically, yeah, you could put it, like... In there? Oh, mm. I don't want to turn off the mic back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that. Or you could or even... you could clip it. Just clip it on. Okay. Yeah. All right. But this one is the one I actually wore. This one's much more comfortable. It's all lace, Are you going to use the gun holster one at any point? I might. It was like it was a bit big, actually. Use for the girl of the Golden West is what you could do when we do the. Yeah, does she true. have a gun in the show? Yeah, she does. Well, now you've got. There yeah. you go. You've got her garter holster. Oh, this one's even. This garter-y. One, yeah, this one is much more like a guard, like you know what you think. This of. looks like. Yeah, this looks like fancy underwear. Is what this yeah. looks like. And this one has a fancy little pocket. This one's actually a cell phone holster. But this is. The oh, one and that's kind of what we're talking about here with the yeah. mic pack. Is you would easily just. Drop it in. I should use the other one. This one's got, this is the one with the extra doodads. This one, yeah, you just drop it in like that. Ta-da! Look at that. And you wore this, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. This feels like um, rubbery on the back. Yeah. Is that to keep it from sliding down your leg? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Is it comfortable? Yeah. I'm not going to try it on. Ooh. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you one. <laughs> this is... I, <laughs> Catherine... Um, I, you're, you're a dear friend. You're, you're a dear friend. 
Um, but I'm, I, e- even though it, it is technically a cell phone holster slash yeah, I'll get you uh, one. It's microphone okay. girder, I am not going to try on your lacy under things at any point in our friendship. I'll get you your own. No, no. It'll be fine. It's all right. Yeah. You got me my own mask. <laughs> I, I don't need to try on your lacy under things. <laughs> well. I have one more question before yeah, we go. Yeah, okay. Shoot. Um, I uh, need to cook a potato. Okay. Uh, my wife is out of town, uh, and I need I, um, I I'd rather than go shopping. <laughs> I oh, thought I thought well you know I I went out to um, dinner one night that she was gone because I wanted really badly to have a pumpkin pie milkshake. Okay. And there's a I got an email saying hey pumpkin pie milkshakes are back with actual pumpkin flavoring. Where do you get those? Well, there's a few places, as it turns out. One is Muya, okay, which is where I went. Okay, um, but also yeah. they have them at Culver's, or will have them at Culver's. I don't know when, and maybe Dairy Queen. And they have pumpkin taste in them. It's not just like going to Starbucks where there's no pumpkin in a pumpkin spice latte. Right. It's pumpkin spice, meaning it's nutmeg and cinnamon, no actual pumpkin. I like the taste of pumpkin. My, when I worked at Baskin Robbins as a teenager, I would enjoy the eggnog ice cream and the pumpkin pie ice cream. I would look forward to them all year long. Okay. Well, um, so I went to Muya Burger and I look at the calories on the wall. I'm like, oh, geez. So I got the small pumpkin pie milkshake and then I got what's called the low-cal burger to go with it. Okay. Which was like 200 calories. And the milkshake was like... More than that. Um, oh, probably yeah. four or 500. Yeah. But still... Together, it was still less than one of their regular burgers, which okay. is a thousand calories or whatever it is. Um, so I thought, well, and I hadn't, I was okay. Anyway, the rest of the week, I thought, well, I'll just eat whatever is in the house. There's stuff in the freezer. Yeah. So I found some turkey burgers in the freezer that Good. I could thaw out. There's okay. cod. I had some cod, nice. frozen cod. You can cook nice. from frozen. I ate up some leftovers from when um, my wife's sister and brother-in-law were here. Like They were like two-week-old piece of pizza, but I ate it. That's good. So I goes, I'm, okay. I, the ki- You're cleaning out the kitchen. And so I thought, well, what would go good with the cod? I thought, I had potato. Let's, that's the thing. So in fact, I have the potato. Oh, my goodness. You still haven't cooked it? No, I couldn't. I texted Jerry last night <laughs> and said, how is it that she, I want to know her method for cooking potatoes, and I couldn't reach her. So what happened was I... Um, I just found a bag of cauliflower rice vegetables, or riced cauliflower vegetables. Okay. And you just microwave that for six minutes. And I had that, and I dumped it on top of the cod with some little Old Bay seasoning. Was it, it was, good? Yeah, it was fine. It's good. Yeah, so what good. I did was I uh, texted Jerry a picture, and I said, first of all, um, should I throw this out, or should I uh, plant it in the garden? Because I really do enjoy a good sweet potato. In fact, I was very tempted at uh, Muya Burger to order the sweet potato fries. Oh, I love sweet potato fries. Theirs are very good. Are In they? fact, well, yeah. my wife gets them without the seasoning because, the, I mean, the seasoning is delicious, but they, they really overdo it. Maybe you can get some on the side. As you can see, this sweet potato has, um, looks like a, under, like one of those things you'd find a deep, a sea deep under the sea, you know, one of those ugly fish. Yeah, it's quite, that you only it's, can see it's with quite a frightening, submarine. actually. So um, I didn't cook this one. You want to hold it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so I didn't throw it out. Today was trash day, so I could have thrown it out, but I chose instead to, to keep it. I'm going to bury it when you leave. Gonna I'm going to go out. Okay. I did a lot of gardening yesterday. Oh, good. I planted um, two of the four peonies, and I couldn't remember where we were supposed to put the other two, so that's why I didn't plant all four. Okay. And I planted all. 44 of the um, 
Nectoscordium siculum nice. bulbs. Nice. Um, and then I also planted some other house plants that have been sitting out there dying. I put them in the ground and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, this will go in the garden and just to see what happens. Why not? Yeah. I, I do that a lot. I, I have buried some jalapeno peppers. I have buried um, some fig sticks and fig roots. I've got this one section of the garden where I just kind of wait and see what comes up. Okay. But here's a, this potato seems fine. Yeah, this one, right? this is an okay potato to eat. They were a, hot, a rock group, weren't they? Okay potato? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Okay, potato. No, maybe it's just okay, go. Was but, there a show about potatoes and pajamas coming down the stairs? <laughs> that no. was bananas and pajamas? That's what it was. Yeah. Well, how, so Jerry says you can just microwave it. You can. I, I, I think potatoes taste better if you cook them in the oven. All right. Well, if you were... If, if I were going to cook this... Now, I normally do sweet I gonna potatoes. I am going to... You do what? I normally cook sweet potatoes. Oh, I don't... This is what I got. I got one sweet potato... And I got this, and I also have... This a, is like a russet, right? I, I think. I have a, some... Yeah. Actually, I do have some of the, the Yukon Gold in a mm. bag, but they're also starting to get the eyeballs. Those... <laughs> the Yukon Gold, I would probably boil. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rest- not gonna, I don't yeah. want to deal with that. Yeah. I thought I could either... Well, if I'm cooking the cod in the oven, I could throw this in the oven. You know, one of my uncles, my great uncle, is a, is a potato farmer in England. Get out of here. I know. He says, actually, the ones that don't look as good are... <clears throat> Yeah. Well, maybe I should eat that. I don't know. I don't know. That one looks a little rough to me. It does look a little uh, past its prime. You can see this part of it especially. Yeah. 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 So if you're listening on the uh, audio podcast apps, you might want to jump ahead on the YouTube and find this section of the show. (laughs) But for me, what I would do with a sweet potato is I would poke holes in it with the the fork, wrap it in tinfoil, and put it in the oven. Okay. For how long? Um, My sweet potatoes I normally do for an hour and a half at 425. Okay, so that, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think they cook. I, I mean, no, the, the, you need the at fish, least an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, the fish from frozen is only 17 minutes. Yeah, you have to plan ahead. No, no, no. So what I'll do <laughs> is Jerry said I could stab it with uh, a fork and microwave it. Yeah, you can. You've got a face. You're making a face. You're making a Frady face. At me. <laughs> I don't make faces. <laughs> yes, you do. You're known for that. You're a dramatic soprano. That's what you're known for. I mean, I, I, yeah, microwave potatoes aren't as good as the baked ones. I mean, I but know. you can do it's whatever you want. It's yeah. just a matter of time. I don't know that I have yeah. an hour and a half to. I mean, you heard me talking to Ernie about my schedule for today. I don't have a, a except for doing this show. I don't think I have. That's true. A continuous hour and a half that I'll be home today. I've got to run to here and run to there. Yeah, it wouldn't work today. In your schedule. All right. I you have to so. plan. So I normally plan when I'm on Sundays, I'll eat sweet potatoes at night because I'm going to be home. <laughs> that's why I'm going to be home to cook my sweet potato. Okay. Well, that's good. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Well, we still have some stuff left over that we can talk about in our, uh, in our next exciting episode. I do appreciate your watching, liking, subscribing, um, commenting. Oh, sharing, of course. But commenting, I guess today especially, you're going to have... <sighs> There's multiple things that you're going to have to tell, set me straight. Yeah, comment, I, you know, I make ca- sure you tell us all of the things. I, I like it when Katya, have you read her comments? No. Oh, we have a, a, a viewer named, I think it's, well, her YouTube name is Katya. Uh, I think, is that right? K-A-T-Y-A. Oh, cool. Like she laughed at Katya. you yeah. for, um, not, for you and James not having double sets of keys. Yeah. Uh, and then she was excited in the episode where we talked about that I had a, an African dwarf frog. She also had those. Oh, she's awesome. Oh, she's very awesome. 
Yeah, so I so Katya, you can I, I'm opening up the 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 commenting. Yeah, for my, to criticize me, I hate it, <laughs> but I'm going to do it gently. Gently. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. constructively. Construct. Yeah, so fraternal correction, as we call it, <laughs> <laughs> with brotherly love. Uh, that's <laughs> exactly. That's actually a Catholic thing. Fraternal correction. Is it? It's yeah. It's when a, a bishop has to tell someone, whether they be a politician or another bishop, that they're doing something wrong. Mm. It's your obligation to set mm. the sinner straight and say, "Hey, bishop, brother bishop." That you need to this, here's steer. A, here's my su- strong back. suggestion for a fraternal correction. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good job. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, check out the House of Sport podcast because I talk about her <laughs> and Me. and about this <laughs> and about Seymour Smokies, and uh, you'll see all those things as you go. All right, I'm gonna go Frank it to eleven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when are you not franking it to eleven? Apparently, when I'm cooking a potato for an hour and a half, I don't know who's got that kind of time. You can work in the garden at the same time. Yeah, Jerry says there's a button on the microwave that says potato. Well, that's the answer. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna that's that. the answer. All right, that's yeah. totally the answer. That's but the answer. meanwhile, I will still go out and bury this one. I, I think that's a good idea. I have a question. Do I bury it this way or that way? But these rooty things, do they go up? Are they trying to be plants? I think they must be trying to be plants. They must be trying to get to the surface and be leaves. Maybe. Don't yeah. they look like leaves to you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my, your hands are cold. All right, we better stop. Freddie's freezing over here. Her hands, her hands are like ice. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching the Frank and Friends Show. Our website is... FrankandFriendsShow.com. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And we'll talk to you next time.